Let's get some of our ads out of the way before we jump into the episode. Up first, we have Body Check Wellness. Go to bodycheckwellness.com and use promo code OCS in all caps for all your CBD needs. Next up, we have Norse Beards. Head to norsebeards.com and enter promo code OCS, all lowercase, for your top-of-the-line beardsman needs. You can also go to oldcitysports.com for all your favorite OCS podcasts and articles. Last one, we have Luguru. Visit luguru.co. L-O-O-G-A-R-O-O dot C-O for your custom sports attire. Get a quote from Colin Mulvey and tell him Old City Sports Network sent you and he'll hook you up. Before we get into the episode, though, I just want to let everyone know that it was a bit on the dry side. Uh, It's 30 minutes, 33 minutes long, and it's possible, possible that this could be the last Ice Cold Takes episode for the Rangers season. Um, we're still going to have the episodes come, come normally uh, every Saturday, still going to stick to their normal schedule, but it might be last time we were talking about the Rangers in this season in the 2021, 2022 season. So hopefully the Rangers can force a game six, a game seven, and then push it to round three. And then we could keep talking about the Rangers. If not, we'll still have good episodes upcoming. We're thinking of getting, we're trying to get Jamie McLennan and Emily Kaplan on very soon so hopefully that happens i can't wait to put that out for you guys we'll see what happens and uh yeah stay tuned and enjoy the episode you're as cold as ice you're willing to sacrifice our love hello everyone welcome to the ice cold takes podcast i'm your host joey demeglio and this week i'm joined by sam from the superstorm podcast a lot has happened since the last episode the rangers returned home against the canes and won games three and four before losing in raleigh in a pivotal game five on thursday which is when we're recording um anyways sam thanks for joining me how are you good how are you I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, you must be happy seeing the Canes take that 3-2 series lead. Very strong game by them, I'll admit. They uh, they definitely needed this push. And I, uh, I I think getting, you know, switching out a certain player for another player definitely um, kind of helped them a little bit tonight. Uh, Brenda Moore definitely knows what he's doing. He is, uh, I think Rick Carpinello, he's like a, he was a reporter for the Rangers. He, he put the term... Brenda Moore pantsed uh, Gallant all series in Carolina, all three games so far. He won every single matchup battle. <laughs> every time Zibanejad's out there, Stahl is out there, and Stahl wins the faceoffs. Except not for tonight. I think Stahl or uh, Zibanejad had the edge on him, but it hasn't gone that way so far in this series. Yeah. Um, he. I know Rod put, um, took out uh, Laurent and put in Martinuk. So I think I think having Martin up definitely. Um, my co-host said that yesterday. She's like, you know, if he puts Martin up back in, that'll make the difference. And Shannon was right. <laughs> hmm. Martin Martin looks a good player. I'm surprised that he was even out in the first place. He had an injury. He had an injury. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they should definitely put Step on in. He used to be my boy. I loved him <laughs> when he played on the Rangers great player um but uh anyways to get started with the episode i just wanted to let everybody know that i've joined old city sports network it's a little network on twitter that has a bunch of podcasts storm surge Superstorm is one of them and then there's a bunch of flyers related 
uh, podcasts and Phillies related podcasts on that in that network. So you might have seen me retweet a couple things like about like the Phillies recaps. And if you're thinking like, what the hell, Joey, I thought you were a Mets fan. Yeah, I'm a Mets fan. I'm, that's never going away. I'm not a Phillies fan, but you know, I got to support the brand. And uh, if you also saw me putting some random stuff out about advertisements, those are the ads that we need to start pushing. Um, and it's from the network. So just wanted to put that out there that uh, we've joined the network. Ice Told Takes Podcast has joined the network. You can check them out, Old City Sports Network on Twitter. Um, I wrote an article for them. And Sam's also part of that, right? Yep. Um, with my Superstorm podcast. Um, and yes, um, it is Philadelphia based. Uh, they have Flyers Alley, which is um, focuses on oh, the very, very dark times of Philadelphia Flyers. You you had told me that you you also root for the Flyers, right? I am. I have a credentialed media with uh, the Philadelphia Flyers. I cover the AHL affiliate, which is the Lehigh Valley Phantoms. Ah, I see. I see. So is John Tortorello going to be the next coach of the Flyers then? At this point, my dogs could coach this team and probably <laughs> have better luck. <laughs> a good friend of mine is a Flyers fan, and he always complains about them. I'm like, dude, you guys signed Rasmus Ristolainen to a contract extension. I don't feel sorry for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, no, I don't feel sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I love Risto. I, I, can't, I can't say anything bad. <laughs> There's some good young players there. I think Owen Tippett's going to be a good player there for for the Flyers. And um, Tippett, Tippett's definitely great. We we definitely have some young talent coming up through the the pipelines for sure. So definitely going to be interesting. Got to keep though. drafting. Got to get as many draft picks as you can. Just follow Jeff Gorton's formula, and you guys will be good. You'll be you'll be back to full strength in no time. Got to get a, the right coach though too. Torts would be a good would good would be a good uh, ad. The defense will definitely get better for sure. I don't know. Jesse, Jesse uh, said on December 7th, (laughs) Jim Montgomery. So we'll see. Jim Montgomery. Oh, he used to coach the stars, right? Um, He's with the blues right now. He's with the blues now. Okay. Yeah. Um, But anyways, I wanted to get back to, I I mistakenly said storm surge and that had surfaced. It had surfaced this week. Um, that's what Carolina does after every home victory, the storm surge. And after the Rangers won game three, apparently on uh, the Bird app, as I like to call it, there were some fans, Carolina fans, complaining that the Rangers mocked them. And I don't know what that was all about because the Rangers have been doing the stick salute since before I started watching hockey. They've been doing that since like 2005, 2006. Did you, did you, ever hear, did you hear about that? I didn't hear about that, but I know that the, the Canes fans do um, the the storm surge after after the games. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean it's it's a creative it's a creative um, thing that you guys do. I I mean I don't mind it at all. Rangers fans will kind of get pissed off. They'll con- they'll comment on it, offer their two cents, you know, say that it's it's stupid or whatever. I don't think it's stupid. I think it's fun. Uh, every every team has something that they do after every yeah. game. You can't you can't knock it. So yeah, you got to have a tradition or something like that. I mean, Carolina is. Uh, I mean, they're not. They don't have. They haven't been in the league as long as the Rangers. Um, but uh, I mean, I in think, Carolina, yeah, it's, you got to grow like the brand. Twenty twenty five years. They, they're they're a young team. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
you know, you got to grow the brand somehow. I think that's a, it's fine. I think it's fine. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. But getting to the real meat of the episode, wanted to talk about Carolina's strengths. And as a fan, I was telling you before we started recording that uh, playing against Carolina is like the most frustrating thing for me as a fan. Uh, I can't stand how they how they play. If I were a fan of the Hurricanes, I would love how they play. Um, but as a fan of the Rangers, not so much because they are relentless on their forecheck. They play the neutral zone trap, which I talked with uh, last week with last week's guest, and they stick to their game plan. Honestly, I think I think Rod Brindamore is the real captain of the the Hurricanes still, even though he's the coach of the team. <sighs> If I can sum up the the Canes in in one word, besides, you know, some games just being straight up frustrating um, because you know how good they are, is relentless. Um, But, you know, I, I, and I talked about this with, with my Canes, my Canes uh, friends that I talked to, I was saying to them, you know, I sit here and I watch this team and, and I watch them have fun. And when you guys have a frustrating game, like I feel every ounce of that. and I feel how frustrated you guys get because you know how good this team is and you know how talented they are. And then I go back and I watch my home team and I'm like, I expect this. <laughs> like, <laughs> but then I go and I watch the Canes and I'm like, why are you guys playing like this? They're, I mean, when they play to their game plan, they're, like, unstoppable. To me, games two and five were the best they played all series. Rangers had no chances. I was saying this, I was, like, live tweeting during the game, saying that the Rangers can't couldn't get anything going because they're too tired, because they're too busy chasing the Hurricanes around in their own zone, like, little kids playing tag on the playground. They couldn't get the puck. And by the time they did get the puck, they couldn't even skate. And what really caught my eye. So everyone's like, Oh, well, you know, what's your, what's your ties to the cane? What's, what, what's, you know, what caught your interest about the canes? Cause like, I only really got into them this season. Um, and uh, all of my flyers, people will know that they jacked my goalie this past summer off of free agency (laughs) and I'm not going to leave him in the cold. So I'm going to follow him. Um, He, he was called up for a few games, but he basically mainly stayed in the AHL. Um, So, but obviously I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, follow him and see how he's doing. And he's done phenomenal this year, but when he's been called up, um, you know, what caught my eye was that, I loved Rod's energy in the locker room. And I showed, you... I showed, ahead, sorry, I, I showed my brother the the video of him in the locker room when my goalie was called up and played in a game and he got a win. And my brother, my brother was like, um, tell me you don't snort pre-workout without telling me you don't <laughs> snort pre-workout. Cause he was just like <laughs> jumping around the locker room. And he just has so much energy. And I'm just like, this is where this team gets it from. They get it from he, their coach. So would you agree would you agree that he's like a a real leader on that team as if he were a player? 
as if he were a player. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think he knows what it takes to be a winner and to be a leader on the ice. And they hired him as head coach for a reason. When, when there was, when his contract uh, expired, uh, his last contract expired with the, the hurricanes, I was, I was like on my knees praying that somehow, some way he would, he would like go to the Rangers. Of course it never happened. But I mean, Brendan Moore is a hell of a coach. And to your point, to what you were saying about how, how much energy he has in the locker room, he looks like someone like he looks like he could go out there right now, put on his uniform and start playing with everybody and he wouldn't miss a beat. No. And you know, the funny thing is, is, um, I've seen his son play Skylar Brindamore. Um, you know, he'll never live up to his dad, which is, you know, I, I hate saying that, but like, it's a tough ask hall of famer. I mean, it, it, yeah, it's a real tough task, but I mean, the kids got talent. So, I mean, how, how can you not when your dad is Rod Brindamore? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he, he's the glue for that team for, for Carolina. And when they stick to their game plan, they're one of the most frustrating teams to play against. Like I came into this round as a fan and I'm scared. I'm scared shitless. Like I don't want to play Carolina. I didn't want to like, to me, they're the, they represent the hump for the Rangers to get over. Like I didn't expect them to get this close in the series. I'm surprised there even is a game six uh, for, for the Rangers. I'm very happy with it. And even if the Rangers go down at home in game six, or if they push it back and force a game seven, which we'll talk about, uh, later, uh, I'll be happy. I'll be happy with, with what I've seen it's, from the team. It's this funny year. that you say that because like <laughs> that you didn't want to play against Carolina. I actually said on my podcast that I was hoping we were going to play against Pittsburgh <laughs> because they were going to be the easier ones to play against. <laughs> it's that's that's really that's really funny yeah uh, i mean like the rangers are a really good come from behind team that you've seen the no quit in new york tag all over social media they came back three straight games against pittsburgh to not only win the series but in like all th- like all three games they were trailing all three games that like games five six and seven they were trailing in those games they came back and won each of them and won the series. Great comeback team all season, but to me, Carolina is so good with the lead. Uh, you had told me that that they make you like, grow gray hair. I would feel comfortable if I'm a fan of that team, like because they they didn't let the Rangers get like an inch. They had like two good scoring chances in the third period. That's it. It's the road games that worry us. The road games, okay. Yeah. Why do you think that is like with the home ice advantage? Like, is it, is it really, is it really that much of a difference? I think it's MSG that scares them, but then I can't even say it's MSG that scares them because they went to Boston and they did the same thing. So I can't, I can't even pinpoint what happens on the road. It's kind of like they just they they lose it. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'll agree with that some somewhat on uh on your point. Uh, I saw a lot of undisciplined penalties in games three and four. That's for sure. Uh, I saw Domi and D'Angelo lose their cool 
towards the end of the game. And that was like at the end of game four, you know, after the final horn blew, I was thinking like, all right, yeah, they're rattled right now. Carolina's rattled right now. This is a big chance, good chance for the Rangers to go to Carolina and win game five. But as soon as Pug dropped in game five, Carolina really took it to the Rangers. Um, they're fortunate they didn't take too many penalties in in, uh, in in this game, in game five, because the Rangers capitalized on their their second power play. Actually, yeah. Carolina got a shorthanded goal. And I, I'm very, we're very uh, glad that Domi didn't um, get hurt um, the other night when he got hit by Trova. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was a bit, it was a bit unfortunate. Like he he started to go down, and I mean, if he didn't fall, the 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 hit was lined up to his like his shoulder, his chest area. Uh, but he fell down. It, he took all of that to the head. It looked like so. I mean, good thing he's okay. Uh, I don't want wish injury upon anyone. Um, happens though sometimes in in the playoffs. Uh, stuff like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think the home ice advantage is just it's uh, really makes a huge difference. It doesn't seem like it to fans, but I guess on the ice, the matchups. Um, they really make a difference. So like having Stahl out there versus Zibanejad on the dot is uh, a good matchup for Carolina because Stahl always wins the faceoffs. Having Trocek out there, I think against uh, Strom even, is a good matchup because Trocek is really, really good in the faceoff dots. Um, actually, let me ask you. So a couple of Ranger fans have been asking, um, or have been talking about like who replaces like Strom and free agency, and Trocek's a free agent. What can you say about Trocek that you've noticed as, like, watching the Hurricanes that, like, sticks out to you? Um, I mean, I like Trocek. I'm I'm not one to not like a player. There's a couple players that I don't like. Um, Troch- he's, he's, he's a good playmaker, um, you know, and he definitely he's a good teammate. He's a good person to have on your team. Um, I kind of foresee the Canes re-signing him for at least another year, pending the outcome of the playoffs. <laughs> um, Regar- regardless, or do regardless. you think regardless? Okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's a good he's a good player. Um, I I like I like what the Rangers have in Cop, uh, but. Uh, some Ranger fans have their eye on on Trocheck and looking ahead in free agency. I'm not ready to look ahead in free agency. I'm, I still want this series. I'll be happy if the Rangers make it to seven. <laughs> you guys have Justin Braun. You'll be fine. <laughs> you, if if we threw Patrick Nemeth in, this this series might be done. Right? Like you guys might have won in five instead of going back to the Garden. I do have to say um, Shesterkin is definitely – I don't know what happened to him between Pittsburgh and now, but, like, he is holding his own in net. And I watched him when he was in the AHL, and this kid is just, like – like, his back has to be hurting him because <laughs> yeah, he yeah, has carried the team through some games, and it's just, like – where was this kid in the AHL? <laughs> mm-hmm. He was good. He was like, I mean, 
I think he was like pretty much unbeatable in like every league he's played in. Yeah. Uh, KHL. He's a AHL, very think, good gal- goalie. Yeah, I think in the AHL. I, correct me if I'm wrong, but he didn't lose much in the AHL. Um, no, when the Phantoms would be like scheduled to go up against him, we could instantly be like, "Oh, we're going up against that team." Instant loss because we would know. Okay. All right. There. That answers that. I mean, yeah, Shesterkin is, is. I think he's been the best player on the ice for the Rangers. Um, game five, he. I mean, Rangers didn't give him much to work with. Uh, the Svechnikov goal, of course. Yeah, I'm not gonna blame him. Uh, team needs to do better in front of him. Uh, they're gassed, running around like chickens. Uh, ch- trying to chase chickens. Sorry. Um, in front of in front of uh, Shesterkin, he's. I'll agree with you. Yeah, he's held he's held his own. Uh, but in to answer your question about like what happened in between Pittsburgh and and now, he did get hurt in in game two against Pittsburgh. Uh, Jeff Carter ran into him, mm, and okay, took him off his game for a little bit. That's the theory. And then he 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 woke up, let in a soft goal, I believe game three to Carolina. Uh, it was a I think it was a backhander. Yes, um, it was. It was a backhanded goal. Yep. It was game three too, I think, right? Yep. Yeah. That was that was it. Everything after that, I mean, he's solid. Like I don't have to worry at all with him in that. If it's like Georgiev in that though, <laughs> no screen wrist shot from the blue line, I gotta worry. It's like he makes a save, I gotta stand up and clap. So which... here's my question for you, because I know how scared I am and I'm just trying to make it through this series. Either one of us, if I win or if you win out of this series, either one of us is facing Tampa. Mm. Okay. Yeah, that's I'm a nervous. loss for the Rangers. I'm nervous. <laughs> I don't know I, how you are. <laughs> I, I mean, I see Tampa Bay and I see, okay, my young team at this point in their rebuild has made it this far. And we're about to get demolished by the back-to-back Stanley Cup champions. I'm fine with that because we're we're ahead of schedule. And if we make it to the third round, we're way ahead of schedule. I did not expect this at all. But if Carolina makes it, I'm pulling for you guys. I don't want Tampa winning again. Uh, nobody wants Tampa winning again. But you know what? Honestly, I see the Avs in Tampa going at it. Avalanche in Tampa in the finals, and then who takes that? It's a tough I call. Say, I, I mean, I want to say Avs in seven, but that would be a really good final. I would love to watch that. Avs in yeah, Tampa's tough, man. McCard that... versus Hedman, Stamkos versus McKinnon, Vasilevsky versus Rantanen. Vasilevsky is a brick brick wall they just demolished florida i I can't believe how easily they coasted by against they let in three goals the entire series just unbelievable they're still hungry for more florida was like yeah we're done (laughs) didn't they like i heard a rumor that they went out partying the night before a game was that true i have no idea i heard that they went partying the night before i think it was like all i have to say is 
when they played Toronto, that was a lot of blue on the ice. And Toronto fans, you guys had one job. Toronto, you had one job. Florida, you had one job. You can't count on Toronto to do anything in the first round. Come on now. Yeah, I know. They haven't made it past there since like 2004. And let's face it, Lafreniere has more playoff series wins than uh, Matthews, Marner, and uh, Nylander combined, which is crazy. <laughs> They've been in the league since like 2016 or before, or earlier, and they they still don't have any playoff wins. That's a that's a cursed team. Don't be a fan of the Leafs. I'm sorry. If, if there's any Leaf fans watching this, I feel bad for you. Um, Old City Sports has a Leafs podcast. Oh, I feel bad for those guys. I got to go on their podcast one day. Ears, buds, and blue. Sorry, Adriana. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got to go on that podcast one day and start start like apologizing to the fans. I I I feel sorry for the fans. That that's it. But like the the management, the team itself, coaching staff. Man, you guys gotta they gotta do something. That's not good enough there. You're pissing off your uh, your loyal fan base. That's one of the most storied franchises in history and you can't even win one round. Incredible. And then you have teams that are just servicing in the league like Vegas and they're winning rounds like left, right and center. Like it's candy. They're going far, making deep runs. I know that Vegas didn't make the playoffs this year, but uh, they had in every single year they were in existence. Um, Toronto can't get it done. Uh, let's get back to Rangers Hurricane series. Does the series go to seven? What do you think? Uh, we're pushing it to number six. We're back on MSG, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to seven. They can't <laughs> win on the road. I have no faith on this team winning on the road. I have a lot of faith in the Rangers uh, in a do or die situation in a game six. And then in the game seven, of course, anything can happen. But again, if Carolina follows that formula, that that game plan that they have, where they just throw all the guys in the middle of the ice and don't let the Rangers skate, uh, I think it's I think it's over. I think Carolina wins. I think they win game seven easily. I think I think that's what's going to happen. It's going to be like a three or four nothing win. We force game seven, and then the Rangers lose like four nothing on uh, in Carolina. Yeah, I I think I think it's gonna push it to a game seven, which is gonna give me a heart attack. Mm-hmm. Fine, it's fine. I'm used to it. Yeah, Rangers Rangers series playoff series always seem to go seven games for some reason. Uh, I don't know if it's like a jinx or if it's a curse or whatever, but they always go to seven, and uh, each one is more nerve wracking than the the previous, even if they don't go to overtime. Uh, it's just the the nail better like clip your nails before you watch the game because then you're you're gonna be bleeding from your fingertips. It's not worth it. Get a stress ball or something. Something because uh, you know this hockey makes my blood pressure boil. That's why it's the best sport, honestly. <laughs> I mean, the games have so much meaning to them. I prefer hockey over any other sport, and I'm not even watching baseball right now. I literally went to the doctor the one time, and he's like, Sam, your blood pressure's up. I was like, have you noticed what month it is, Doc? He's like, oh, yeah, we're both Flyers fans. I was like, yeah. (laughs) 
There's your answer. <laughs> oh, as a Flyers fan, you think Drew's gonna go back? Maybe he makes a return no. in the off season. I don't want him back. No. What about does he does he stay in Florida or does he go to another team like maybe Colorado? He has his pick, but I don't want him back. No. Okay. I would love for the Rangers to get him. I know he would never do it, but that would, would be a perfect fit the for the Rangers. <laughs> the Rangers would would love to have him. Drew would hate to have the Rangers. I know. Philly, Philly, uh, Philadelphia Flyer in his heart forever. When he goes into the Hall of Fame, that's his plaque right there with the oh, yeah. Flyers. Great player. His number will eventually be retired. Yep. So I'm I'm upset that that Florida couldn't make it past Tampa Bay. They didn't even make a fight, like not nothing. Yeah, like they, I wanted... they didn't fight, and you know, um, I I I hope uh, you know one day they can get there, just like one one day our teams will get there. <laughs> I'm in no rush with the Rangers. I'm I'm ecstatic with with how far they've come, Carolina. This has got to be the year. They have to find a way to take it over the hump and uh, and make it past round two. And they got to find a way to to knock off the beast. If they make it to the, if they make it past the Rangers in round two, I'll pull for Carolina all the way. I don't want Tampa Tampa to go to the finals again. Like I said, and like you said, no, I don't think anyone does. No, for at, Tampa at this. At this point, I compare Tampa Bay to when um, the New England Patriots were going to the Super Bowl every year. Nobody wants to see this freaking team in the Stanley Cup every single year for the next eight years. Interesting that you're saying that Tampa Bay is the New England Patriots. What about what about the Penguins? Like when they went to the to the back to back Cups? They're irrelevant. They're. <laughs> All right, I'll take it. I'll take it because I don't like the Penguins. I don't like the Penguins, and um, that's not a that's not a far off comparison. Saying Tampa Bay is like New England, especially with like the narratives kind of la- line up. You know, New England had like the cheating scandals with like Spygate and Deflategate, and then the Tuck Rule or whatever it was, and then Tampa Bay's got the uh, the cap issues. You know what I mean? Like the Eighteen million dollars over the cap, and then um, you know they uh, they dent the Stanley Cup last year. Oh yeah, that was a thing. Yes, they dented the Stanley Cup. Yeah, how do you do that? Oh man, unbelievable. Oh, Tampa Bay win a legitimate Stanley Cup, not in the Mickey Mouse season. They can only do it in a shortened season. Let's see. Let's see if they have what it takes to do it in the full season. Now we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, because now you're playing 82 plus games. Yes, yes. Steamroll, steamrolled by Florida. That's still that. That's mind boggling. I don't believe that. Yeah. Really, really don't. President's Trophy winning team, and they don't even win a single game. They well, don't score more um, than three goals. There's a curse with any team that wins the President's Trophy. They never get past like the third round. Yeah, I think I think the last team that won the cup that won the President's Trophy was the Blackhawks in 2013. I might be wrong about that, but that was a recent. I'll say so that I'm not wrong. I'll just say that 
they're one of the more recent teams to have won the Presidents and won the Stanley Cup in the same season. But that was a, a shortened season. It was only 48 games, I think, because it was because hmm. of the lockout. Okay, that might make sense then. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know the Rangers won the Presidents Trophy in 2015 and then lost to Tampa Bay in in seven in the Eastern Conference Final. I'm still not over that. <laughs> I dread that loss. That right there, that loss again. It'll it connects. It all connects back to this series against the Hurricanes. Like that loss in Game Seven to the to the Lightning was just filled with like the neutral zone trap, and that's I despise that. That's how the Hurricanes play, and I hate watching how they play that so perfectly. They execute it to perfection, and there's nothing you could really. There's nothing you could do about it unless you make like a perfect pass. Can't be wobbling. Can't be off your player's skate. It's got to be stick, like tape to tape and in stride, or else you're not getting past their defenders. Um, really frustrating as a fan. I I you know I'm a Canes fan, so I can't really talk on that, but mm-hmm. I can imagine. I don't understand how you wouldn't be like comfortable like watching the games. Like I mean, I'm comfortable, but it's at the same time it's like you know, I have another team that's just so bad at everything they do. Um <laughs> <laughs> And it's not that I don't love them cuz I do. I grew up, you know, I'm 33 years old and born and raised in Philadelphia, but at the same time, like, I'm watching the Canes, and it's like, they're so good at what they do. It's like. Can I cheat on my favorite team? I have been all season, and I've. I've <laughs> yeah. Done crap for it. Pull for, pull for the second favorite team. Yeah, I mean, um, I respect I respect you for sticking with the Flyers, even though they're going through rough time. Uh, hey. Real fans don't leave uh, when hard times come about. There you go, there you go. That's that's what fandom is all about. You stick through, you stick with them through you and through. You can complain, you can whine, you can be pissed off, but you cannot leave. <laughs> nope. Moment you you entered that fandom is uh, you know you're writing off. You're it's a lifetime contract right there until the day you die. You root for that team no matter what. And I was born into it, so yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but anyway, Sam, thanks for hopping on with me. Really, really appreciate you doing this with me. Um, again, Carolina, great game five, excellent series so far. Excellent series. Um, we'll see what happens in game six and maybe seven. Maybe seven. Yeah, I wasn't gonna say. I was. I cut myself. I stopped myself short of saying. It. I didn't want to like speak too soon. You know. Who knows? Maybe that's a good thing for Hurricanes fans. I just knocked on wood. <laughs> yeah, I'll knock on wood too. Uh, all right, Ice Cold Takes listeners, stay tuned to next week. Hey, Rangers fans, thank you so much for listening to the Ice Cold Takes podcast this week. Make sure you follow at Ice Cold Takes Pod on Twitter to stay up to date with the latest Rangers info. See you all next week. Time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. No!